You've been listening to amazing music here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Coming up next, JM Sunday with Matis Weingast here at NahumSiegel.com.
Good morning and welcome once again to JM Sunday, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Matis Weingast, and today is the ninth day in the month of February, 14th day in the month of Shvat, and in Dafyomi, Lamed Zion in Brokos 37. How are you all doing? Hope you had a wonderful Shabbos and a great week. We're glad you could join us right here on JM Sunday. Outside of our studios, it's 31 degrees and cloudy, going up to a high of 47, and partly cloudy, which I'll prefer to say is partly sunny, and then down to 40 degrees and raining tonight. In Jerusalem right now, 39 degrees and raining, going down to a low of 33 degrees. Rabbi Goldwasser will be joining us at 7.30, and we expect the news from Israel at 8 o'clock, all a.m., Eastern Time right here on uh, the network. And we're going to go right to the music. We appreciate you all joining us. And we are here until 9 o'clock this morning bringing you a great selection of Jewish music for your pleasure. We're going to start off with Baruch Haba from the Toronto Boys Choir right here on JM Sunday exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network.
I 
sem kivis moj, divova mi malilesa. Chinviloy zamriloy, sikhim bekhalif leysa. Oy divova sem kivis moj, divova mi malilesa. Chinviloy zamriloy, sikhim bekhalif leysa.
להאמין שהבחירה היא בידינו לעבור את המסע Elabaz with the Zehazman Shalanu. Before that, Avraham Freed, a couple of classics there in the first half hour. Imiya Damen, Shlemi Tausig, Baruch Abud, and the Toronto Boys Choir, following Modaani by Regesh. Right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network. Rabbi Goldwasser coming up in a few seconds. Just uh, my usual reminders that. Uh, we are on for another hour and a half till 9 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time on the Nachum Siegel Network. And, of course, whatever time it is by you, my thanks for everyone joining us this morning. Please uh, tell your friends. And uh, if you have a chance and you haven't done so already, please go on to Facebook and like the page of JM Sunday. That would be appreciated. Uh, and don't forget the app. If you have any requests, uh, go on there and I'll try to get them done. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. 
At this time, each and every Sunday through Thursday, we present to you Rabbi David Goldwasser. Rabbi Goldwasser's words, O Zecha Nishmas Rav Zev Bar Yosef Alevi, and Zecha Nishmas Esther Bas Rabbi Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in Yermia, the Kohanim did not say, Where is Hashem? Our Chachomim ask, What did the Navi mean when he made this statement? After all, it is well known that Hashem is omnipresent. Where isn't Hashem? Moreover, why is there a specific criticism voiced against the Kohanim about this omission? We learn in the Talmud and Yuma that 40 years before the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash, there were certain phenomena which had up until that time been in effect, which was no longer in place. The large heavy doors of the Hechel, which up until then had miraculously swung open of their own accord in the morning and then closed in the evening. They no longer did so. The Nermaravi no longer remained lit throughout the night until the next day. The red thread that was tied to the goat, the Ser Mishtalech that became the bearer of Klausrel's sins, no longer turned white. And lastly, the Gorol Hashem, the Lot for Hashem, did not come up in the right hand of the Kohen Gadol, but rather in the left. The great Gon Rabbi Yosef David, asks the question. He cites this passage, and he notes that the Kohen Gadol should have thought about this. He should have understood that there was something that was awry. The Kohen Gadol should have been questioning, Aye Hashem, where is the lot of Hashem that used to be drawn in the right hand? We know that the left hand represents the attribute of strict justice. The right is the attribute of loving mercy. Yet Klau Yisrael did not heed the sign. They didn't reflect upon the deterioration of their relationship with Avinu Shabbat Shomayim, their father in heaven. This was obviously indicative of the general spiritual decline of the nation. Its leaders which ultimately led to the destruction of the Beis HaMikdosh. Hashem sends us many different signs in this world, many signals. It says, If a person sees that things are not so good, something happened, it should only be small. They've got to take it to heart. They've got to change. They've got to do tshuva. That is why, the Kohanim were held responsible because they didn't say, where is Hashem? They recognized that things had happened in the world, but they did not attribute it to personal conduct. May we all be zoche to besuros tavos, yeshuos v'nechamos, and the final signal of the coming of Mashiach Tzidkenu, bimherav yameinu, amen. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
That was a little bit of uh, Yehia Chodesh from Sameach at the Wheel, Volume 2. Before that, Moshe Shur and Sons, Itzik Dadja, Baruch Levina, Chonan Baruch, Rick Recht, and Eitan Freilach right here on JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. It's uh, 8.01 Eastern Time in the morning, and we are here with you. Um, we will get to the news from Israel in just a minute. Now, we had a couple of requests from the uh, on the app, and thank you so much for those requests. We'll get to Nissan Black right after the news from Israel, and we'll try to get some star uh, after that. So thanks for uh, requesting, and we will try to keep honoring your requests as the morning goes on. It's the time for our news from Israel. Hannah Julian, Middle East news analyst and senior correspondent at thejewishpress.com, joins us every morning. Sunday morning to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning, Hannah Julian. Good morning, Mattis. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu warned terrorist organizations in Gaza to refresh their memories about last year's assassination of the commander of the Palestinian Islamic Jihad terrorist group. That warning comes in light of the continuing Gaza terror attacks against southern Israel. Terrorists are continuing to launch rockets, mortar shells, and incendiary balloons on a daily basis. In his opening remarks at today's cabinet meeting, Netanyahu warned there will be a crushing action if these attacks from Gaza continue. Israeli officials are working with people from the Trump administration to draw the map for Israeli sovereignty over parts of Judea and Samaria. Prime Minister Netanyahu made that announcement yesterday in a speech that was broadcast live on Facebook. Netanyahu emphasized that without Judea and Samaria, Israel would be in constant danger. So it's clear that Israel will remain in those areas. Netanyahu also said, however, that no move can be made until after the national elections on March 2nd. 
Speaking of those elections, the chances of a permanent government being formed as a result of that election are so slim, Israel's Central Elections Committee has already set up a date for a fourth consecutive election. That's because all of the political polls and surveys so far are showing that exact same stalemate that has scotched the previous two election results. So assuming this election result is the same unprecedented statement, citizens living in the state of Israel once again are going to be invited back to the polls to cast their ballots, this time on September 8th. IDF soldiers have captured the Palestinian terrorist who was accused of hitting an IDF soldier with a flaming Molotov cocktail last Monday. The soldier, whose uniform went up in flames, was IDF officer Shahar Madioni. He was busy dispersing Arab rioters in Hebron when he was hit with that firebomb. But miraculously, he was able to extinguish the blaze before it penetrated through his protective vest and onto his clothing. The terrorist was transferred to security personnel for interrogation. On the good news front, snow and rain and wind and more rain has once again made it to a visit in the Holy Land. Rain is also a blessing. It's always a blessing here in Israel, and so is snow, because eventually it melts and brings more water to Lake Kinneret. In fact, the lake is rising even now. The water level rose eight and a half centimeters since last Thursday. So let's have a look now at what this means for the weather. The frosty weather has arrived here this morning and we're looking at a visit for the next 48 hours, more or less. Snow is falling in the northern mountains and in the Golan Heights and that's expected to continue. The snow could spread to the center of the country by nightfall. The deep freeze is due to a weather front coming in from Russia by way of Turkey. We're looking at below freezing temperatures tonight in northern Israel and in Jerusalem for the first First time this winter. Schools opened late this morning in the Golan Heights and will also do the same tomorrow in order to let the frost melt on the roads. It makes it safer for the school buses. And in the mystical Galilee city of Tzfat, temperatures around 38 degrees Fahrenheit this afternoon, below freezing tonight. In Haifa, just a bit warmer, around 40 degrees today, 36 tonight. Jerusalem matching Svat, and in the desert city of Arad down south, it's just about the same. If your son or daughter is in the Israeli Navy, you might want to know that the Mediterranean has northwesterly winds of up to 25 miles per hour with gusts up to 30 miles an hour. Waves are up to 10 feet. Tomorrow, we're looking at the same kind of weather. Cold and rain across the country. Flash flood warnings in effect. Snow in the northern mountains and in the Golan Heights. Stay warm, everyone. Have a great week. Shavuot Tov. Happy Tubishvat. I'm Hannah Julian for JM Sunday. Thanks, Hannah Julian. Uh, happy Tubishvat to you and your family. Tubishvat starts tonight, of course, and goes into tomorrow. It is uh, 8.06 in the morning right here on JM Sunday. And uh, hopefully we'll see Connor Julian next week right here on JM Sunday. Exclusive to the Nachum Siegel Network. A couple of requests, as I had mentioned, uh, on um, from the app. Uh, 
One was, let me just, I just lost that thing, so let me just take a look here. The first one was uh, for Nissim Black. That comes from listener Yona, and we're going to get to Nissim in just a few seconds. And then then, um, Jay Mandelbaum, something from Star, and that will be coming up in a few minutes uh, also. So thanks for posting those requests. We're happy to honor them. And uh, here is uh, L'Chaim with Nissim Black. Right here on JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Shlomo Kalbach. 
perception Saturated with the natural connection A lethal weapon that misdirects attention Sending every speaking being deception Beating those without life for reason Don't live life for reason Personal treason If the bright lights beaming They guys were shut with the nightlife feeling It might give up So with the spice white seasonings Bring the real flavor up Beyond logic and reasoning Easily Thank you. 
the glass is raised, followed by a kiss, a smile, and weekly words of praise.
of us, Barney, maybe the for that shrugging Stetner selection from Star by request on the app. Yossi Green before that, and Shlomo Kabach uh, right after the um, news from Israel. In uh, in the background, you'll hear the uh, theme from the TV show MASH and from the original movie MASH. I play that because uh, a couple of days back, uh, Monday I believe it was, Eugene Reynolds Blumenthal passed away. Eugene Reynolds Blumenthal was better known as Gene Reynolds, uh, who was a uh, an actor, a television writer, director, and producer, and uh, he was one of the co-creators and... One of the producers of the TV series MASH. He passed away. Uh, he was born in the 1923 to uh, Frank Blumenthal and uh, his mother Maud Blumenthal. And he was raised in Detroit and then relocated to Los Angeles. So we want to pay tribute to him for uh, his great work that he did anybody knows me knows that i truly absolutely love uh mash and uh it's funny the uh the first time i'll give a shout out to uh elon adler who is in uh who is in israel right now lives in israel he was the uh dorm counselor at uh mta and when I was at YU for my first year of college, and uh, he actually uh, he he taught me about Mash. He <laughs> turned me on to Mash, and ever since then uh, I have watched it and enjoy it tremendously. So uh, I wanted to mention that, and uh, condolences to the family of Gene Reynolds. Um, and yep. Yeah. That's the way it goes. It is uh, 8.35 in the morning, Eastern Time. He here, uh, here on JM Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. Listener, uh, listener Chaim appreciates uh, my comments on MASH and is happy that uh, I mentioned it on JM Sunday. So thank you to him for uh, listening and commenting. Much appreciated. We're going to go back to the music right now uh, with uh, a medley of Alchemotayach. We'll also hear from Samavi Kunstler later on. We have another 24 minutes to the end of the show. Thanks, everyone, for joining us right here on James Sunday, exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Avi Kunstler with Destinations here on JM Sunday. Coming up next, Benny Friedman title selection from uh, his album Kelowna Nelech by request from listener Yaakov right here on JM Sunday exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. יש צבא גדול שלוחם מכל הלב ונותן את הכל לא חושב מה יהיה ומוסר את הלב אחד בשביל כולם, כולם בשביל אחד רצים קדימה ישנו עם קטן מפוזר בכל קצות תבל יום יבוא קרוב מאוד ואז הוא ייגאל רק מי ומי, מי ומי, מי ומי ומי יגיע
Yeah, hey, yeah, hey, no. 
up today's show with Ellie uh, Gerstner Simintov here on JM Sunday. Great programming continues all day long on the network, so make sure to keep it tuned. Thanks, everyone, for joining us this morning. Happy Tubishvat, and we'll see you next week right here on JM Sunday exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. You've been listening to Matis Weingast and JM Sunday on NahumSiegel.com right here at the Nahum Siegel Network.